Hey, it's Cole. Welcome to this week's episode of the Entrepreneur Podcast, where every week we talk about how you can bring your creative dreams to life. My name is Cole, and I'm here with my friend... Adam. Hey, Adam. How you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you for asking. Today, we're going to talk about something that I think is a key to anyone with an idea, anyone trying to accomplish something, anyone with a dream, and it's resilience. How, how do you uh, define resilience, Cole? Bounce back, baby. <laughs> All right. Good enough for me. All about bouncing back. Love All right. That. So today we're going to talk about five things that I think are key uh, traits of resilient people, resilient artists. And to be honest, like so much of, of like moving down the road toward fulfilling the things that it is that we say we want to do has to do with just being able to keep going not about getting everything right all the time, not about making all the right choices, but just like not stopping. So that's why I think resilience is so important because I think we give so much time to like, I got to get it right. I got to know exactly how everything's going to happen. I'm going to, you know, spend a ton of time just thinking and pondering, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But really we just learn so much when we start doing. And if we do stuff, inevitably, we are going to fail at some of the things that we attempt. And so that's why we gotta get up and keep going. So five traits of resilient artists. Are you ready? I am prepared. Number one, resilient artists don't see failure as an end. So I'll tell you a story. If you've listened to the podcast for a while, you've heard me tell the story before. And so I'm going to give the summarized version of it. But one of the first public art projects I ever did was with my friend Josh. We were going to build this big thing called the Tree of Light. It was 2012. Have you heard me tell this story? Sure I have. You have. Yeah, I mean, yeah. briefly. Yeah, yeah. So we, um, it, it was this th- this tree with an aluminum structure and that had all this like recycled and reclaimed wood on the outside of it and then had all these light bulbs that hung down from it beautiful beautiful thing and we were putting up in a business plaza in downtown orlando we had sent out a bunch of invitations people were going to come to it the next night we were working all night long and as the sun was coming up one of our techs sat back on one of the branches the branch broke the the branch fell to the ground with the tech atop it and uh, then we had to take everything down and wait, cancel the cancel. Wait, wait the I've never heard this story. Really? Never. Well, like he was injured. He did go to the hospital. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I never heard that story. Yeah. I thought there was going to be a happier ending than that. No, this episode is about resilience, Adam. All right. Well. And so I'll tell you this, like it was the first time I had interacted with like United Arts of Central Florida, which is like a arts advocacy and funding entity here in, in Orlando. Uh, it was the first time I had like sent out a press release to Orlando Weekly and Orlando Sentinel and a couple of them had written about it. And it was all part of this big campaign that at the time United Arts would do every spring called Arts Fest, where they would do essentially like a month long celebration of the arts and they had all these events well this was one of those events and this tree this sculpture was going to stay up in downtown orlando for the month and uh all that happened and so we took the thing down and went home and that night i was with some friends and i like broke down crying and if i had allowed that to define the rest of my artistic uh career i probably wouldn't be doing most of the things i'm doing now yeah, I could see uh, there's a world where you go, well, I guess public art isn't for me. <laughs> you know, that's a, that's a thing that happens. It is a thing that happens. I know. 
<laughs> so yeah, good thing you didn't. Yeah, so um, that was not something that I consciously made a decision about at the time of not seeing that failure as an end. But man, it was embarrassing and it was emotionally taxing. And I had been up for 30 hours and ugh, there were so many pieces of it that were just like so emotionally heavy. Uh, so yeah, here's a question. Yeah. We going to bring this thing back? The tree of light. Can we? Well, can we make a real tree of light? You had maybe seen it at some point. So about, gosh, the the thing sat in my side yard right here mm-hmm. for like two years, covered up in black plastic, like just black drop cloth stuff, and uh, we took it back to the metal fabrication company that we hired to fabricate the metal skeleton, and had them actually fix it. Uh, and do it the right way so that it didn't fall and potentially hurt someone. Uh, and then it just sat on my side yard for like two years. And then Fringe Festival, Orlando Fringe Theater Festival, that was coming up. And they do this thing every year called Visual Fringe. And I was like, well, maybe it's time to resurrect this thing. And so we put it up over at uh, the venue. And it was in the like grassy area next to the venue for five or six years. And it kind of became an icon of Ivanhoe Village. Interesting. Did you ever see it? I don't know. We'll have to dig up a picture. Maybe we'll put it on our Instagram story. Maybe we will. Check for it. Entrepreneur Podcast on Instagram. Cool. There's our plug for the week. So, yeah. Don't see failure as an end. Just see it as, like, something that happened. Part of the journey. (laughs) Part of the journey. Okay, so another quality attribute of resilient artists is that uh, resilient artists take criticism in stride. Uh, So just finished uh, the grand opening celebration of the third venue inside the Dr. Phillips Center for Performing Arts called Steinmetz Hall. It was an incredible experience, like 250 artists, full orchestra, massive choir, cultural performances, folk musicians, like... It was amazing. And the energy in the room was like connected and present. And it was just like, honestly, I felt like the perfect opening for this venue. And it was an expression of the Dr. Phillips Center's mission, which is arts for every life. And it really kind of entailed hundreds of performances from across central Florida and showcased a lot of that talent. And uh, like two days later, the the critic, the art critic for the Orlando Sentinel publishes this article talking about how he wished it was more, it showcased more of Orlando's innovative spirit. Ad- more adventurous. More adventurous was his, yeah. And I had so many internal reactions to it. My first internal reaction was, okay, uh, we had a modern dance section that was literally mapped to, to four seven foot by 10 foot projection walls upstage of the dancers that was like interact the content of it that Ricky created, like interacted with their dance performance. Matt Palm critic writer for the Sentinel has never in his life seen that. So first of all, the criticism was ridiculous. <laughs> Not to make this episode into a uh, yeah personal rant, but well for this moment it is. <laughs> uh, second of all, it was, it followed actually the next thing that I'm going to talk about, which we just opened the show dragons and fairies and he, and one other critic, this 
other critic from the Orlando Weekly, both said the show is for kids. And they said it in like a negative tone. But really, it's just a fact. Like it's a show that appeals to families and kids love it. And for them, it was, it wasn't made for me and it wasn't what I wanted it to be. And so it must have something wrong with it. So these are my two most recent critic experiences. And of course, it pissed me off. Of course, I rolled my eyes at it. Of course, I'm asking the question, do you even know what your job as a critic is? Which is to assess what something is and then evaluate it for that thing, not being upset that it wasn't made specifically for you. But I digress. Anyway, take criticism in stride is the <laughs> point, right? So it's like, okay, I could, I can feel a bunch of emotions about those, those uh, reviews, uh, about those critical points of view. Um, yeah, we are going to do that. We are going to have responses that imbue emotion, uh, that embody emotion. Um, but the choice we have is to either cave to the criticism and like roll over and die or continue making stuff yeah i mean this definitely makes me think of a time when i was on a live stream uh i have some buddies with a youtube channel and we do uh i help them out with their live streams that they do and there's a chat in the stream you know i understand how they work it's, uh, yeah, thanks <laughs> Well, I mean, you know, painting a picture for our oh, listeners. Oh, got it. Yes, thank you. So uh, I'm on the stream uh, basically as like the host, but also I'm moderating the chat at the same time. And you get a lot of mean comments hmm. in um, in a live format stream sometimes. And there was like a thousand people in there. So, you know, that whole time I'm like, man, this is not going that well, but we're doing our best. But I don't know how this is, you know, if people are liking this. And then at the end, I go, all right, thanks everyone for coming. If you had fun, you know, let us know and we'll see you next time. And the chat starts, all these people that hadn't left a single comment the whole time go, oh, we had the best time. This was the best stream so far. Hmm. Loved it. And I realized like the same five, 10 people that were complaining the whole time, uh, there were a lot of people who didn't bother to mention it but they were having a good time yeah. and they liked it. Yeah. And so it can be hard to tune out, you know, that squeaky wheel but it's good to just remember that there are going to be people who like what you're doing that don't bother to say it and those people count for something they do count for a lot wait the the critics count for a lot no the people who the people like who it, it but yeah. didn't mention it of course yeah yeah Another attribute of resilient artists is that resilient artists incorporate life's pain into their process I see this as a, I see this all the time and there are kind of two reactions or responses to the circumstances of life. One of those circumstances is to be controlled by the negative experience that happens around us. And then the other response is to feel it deeply and then channel that energy into creative output. Uh, I had an unexpected emotional experience last weekend and it was like the first time I wanted to write a song in a long time. And I'm not saying that to toot my own horn. I'm just saying that there are so many examples of artists, visual artists, musicians, artists of every stripe creating really significant work as the result of 
a painful moment in, in their daily life. It's okay to feel deeply, but our emotions don't have to make our decisions for us. That's true. Thank you so much. <laughs> Let's keep moving. All right, number four, resilient artists feel and look forward. So it's kind of the same thing of like feel, feel in the moment, uh, but don't let our emotional lives uh, keep us in the same place or keep us stuck in the past. So our past doesn't have to define the totality of who we are. Of course, it's a piece of who we are, but there is an opportunity to keep our eyes like a cheetah <laughs> pointed forward. I had this uh, this other experience last week where as a result of uh, the ingestion of specific things, I was having a significant uh, moment of clarity and presence. And one of the experiences I was having was, honestly, I said it out loud. I said, I feel like a cheetah right now. And I just had this extreme level of like forward focus. And I would like focus. Forward on focus? The car? Forward <laughs> forward focus forward focus and it was just like connecting to a tree in the distance and feeling like moving toward it would be i could run 500 miles an hour forward just like a cheetah just like a cheetah which only runs 60 but that's still pretty fast for a only human. only 60 anyway resilient artists feel in the moment and look forward we're not stuck in the pain of our past or the successes of our past Instead, we're constantly aware of the future and the opportunities that exist there. And lastly, resilient artists seek out people who encourage them to be healthy. As it's said, what is said, Adam? Uh, misery loves company. Yes, it's true. <laughs> misery loves company. And I think when we get into a place in our lives where we're just like really focused on the negative and really focused on pain, we love to find people who encourage us to stay there. And in fact, in the world of memes, I think there is never there has never been a time in human history where people are encouraged to sulk than ever before. Well, there's this kind of authenticity posting thing that I see people do. Where they go, you know, I don't, I feel weird even writing this caption, but I just want to let everybody know that, you know, we all struggle sometimes. And it's like, yeah, we know, like we do, <laughs> we all do struggle sometimes. And it's like nice that you got that off your chest, but after like seeing so many of those in a row, yeah, it's like, let's talk about what can we do to make it better or yeah. maybe reach out to someone who seems like they're having a hard time instead of just like everyone individually doing their own hmm. uh, transparency posting. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. But. Yeah. And I would encourage like everybody listening, whether it's evaluating who you follow on social media or the messages that you gravitate toward or the people you find yourself surrounding yourself with. If those people are keeping you in a place of downward motion, downward emotional movement or backwards looking or, perpetual sulking like find some people who are going to help lift you who are going to help you look forward and who are going to help you use the experiences of your present and your past to elevate yourself and move forward into a place of health yeah definitely well we love you and we're glad that you are a person who's on a path a person who's on a journey and we hope that it is a resilient one a resilient one 
Ford Focus. Ford Focus. Resilient Brazilian. Goodbye. I always want to say that. Okay. Resilient Brazilian. And with that, we'll end it. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.